It's the Morning X with Kevin and Matt. 815-874-2104. That's the text line. That's the studio line. Phones are open. Text line is open. Good morning, Matt Hall. Hey, good morning, Kevin. A little crabby today? No, why? Because it's Monday. Oh, well, I, you know, it, I've been doing Mondays since, well, since forever. So I'm used to it by now. Yeah, I think we all should be. It's, whole, it's Tuesday we got to worry about. That whole thing where it's like, it's Monday, it doesn't bother me. That, that useless black hole of a Tuesday is the moment. On Sunday, I know it's coming. On Friday, I know there's a Monday right around the corner. I know it all. It happens every every week. It ruins my weekend, frankly. Every Sunday, I'm like, well, this sucks. Yeah, it's, it's that last thing before you go to bed on Sunday night. You're like, well, time to do it again. Man. Well, here we are, and we're going to do it again. Uh, a lot of crappy news going on out there right now. Uh, for example, the government is on uh, a looming shutdown. We are? Yes, they're looming shutdown. The uh, House Speaker's having some trouble locking down a deal for the budget or whatever. So they might shut down the government, which we all know what happens when that happens. We can't go to any state parks. Darn it. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of services that get shut down that are pretty essential. Oh. Um, but here's what I want to know. If the government shuts down, does the FCC also shut down? I hope so, because <laughs> I've got a lot of things to say. I've always, I've always wanted to say donkey on the air. <laughs> I don't think you can say that live on the air. I know it got beeped. Did you hear it? it oh, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just got beeped. I've, I've always wanted to say uh, p- dick salad. <laughs> okay. Are we live or are we not live? No, well, we're, we're getting beeped, though. It's because the okay. FCC is still it's still out there. The guy, the guy's over there with the beep button. If he gets laid off, we can say whatever we want. P- salad. Yeah. Yeah, see, you said it, too. That's fun. See? That's fun to say. Yeah, yeah. Without the FCC, that wouldn't get beeped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how about how about uh, how about uh, potato? B- can we say can we say potato? B- um, maybe you can. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure what you can say or what you can't say anymore. <laughs> Big hairy. B- you can say that. See, yeah. That did not get beeped. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm being told it did get beeped. I, I'm being told okay. it did get beeped. How about uh, uh, banana? F- uh, <laughs> we can say we can't say that because the FCC. Uh, Instead of getting beeped, though, I would love it if like they put in alternate words, like on TV when you watch like like a movie on TV. You were talking about one the other day, uh, like a movie where they insert a dumb word in place of the swear word. Yes, the terrible TV uh, swear edits. Yeah. <laughs> we should find some of those because those are those are always entertaining. Like, stop being a jerk. Yeah, right. You know, and then, like the, uh, another guy's voice comes on. Like you if know? like if that were like if I would have said the banana thing, it would have been like uh, I've always wanted to say banana eater. Yeah, yeah. you can't call you can't call someone a <laughs> on, the, on the radio. See, you got beeped. Oh, see, good. See, if the government shuts down, it's a free for all. <laughs> we better get that deal locked down, or we'll get out of control over here. <laughs> well, <laughs> the morning X with Kevin and Matt, weekday six to ten on one zero four nine the X. Kevin and Matt, 815-874-2104. The text line is open. Uh, how about you share with us your favorite TV edits? Like, you're safe for TV. There's definitely swearing, but they replace it with something ridiculous. There's got to be some good ones out there. Uh, Matt, of course, we couldn't we couldn't find good audio of the one we really liked from, from Major League. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, um, uh, you, you do it better than I do. Well, there's a, there's a point where um, Roger Doran walks to the mound and talks to Ricky Vaughn after uh-huh. they had an incident. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got one thing to say to you, Vaughn. Strike this guy. Out. It's like a he, like it's clearly a guy like in a production room going guy or like a snippet from earlier in the movie when someone else said the word guy and they just glued it. Yeah, in. Yeah, they just they take it in there. Strike yeah. this guy out. 
Yeah, not good. Or I personally like it was a Die Hard. That's that's a great one. Yeah. Yippee ki yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> First of all, who's Mr. Falcon? Who's Mr. Falcon? Second of all, what's with the accent all of a sudden? Yippee ki yay, Mr. Falcon. Yippee ki yay, Mr. Falcon. That's true. <laughs> See, I I I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> 8158742104 share some of these with us. I love this one. Of course, the big famous line from Snakes on a Plane. You know Samuel Jackson, yes. you know his foul mouth. I've had it with these mother effing snakes on this uh-huh. mother effing plane. Uh but the TV replacement it's nothing short of brilliant. It's pretty good. So here's what it is. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> <laughs> What crap? It sounds like they got Samuel L. Jackson to record that edit. That sounds just like it. It's not a bad edit. It's better than Mr. Falcon. Let's let's hear that again. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. This Monday to Friday plane. Pretty good. That's very good. That is very. That is. Uh, Maybe he did. Maybe c- because they know Samuel L. Jackson as a, a panache for the. <laughs> oh sure. For, wow, pulling for the fancy F word. words. I know. They're like, listen, you can say all the words, but we also need a TV version of it. So then he just went in a booth and cut a bunch of gobbledygook. Uh, somebody texted in Lethal Weapon Two. I don't. Okay. I, you got to be more specific than that. What What from Lethal Weapon Two? Uh, here's a good one uh, from the eight one five. My favorite edited moment is the safer TV version of Big Lebowski, and uh, it is in the in the text here. It is this moment. Um, he says, "F a stranger in the A." Yeah, he uh, sure does. Okay, but this is what the this is what the um, edit says. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> I've never heard that turn of phrase ever. Uh, find a stranger in the Alps. What happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? I don't know. It would be weird, I think. I'm going to start using that. Take your Monday to Friday plane to the Alps and I'm go like, find a stranger. I'm like, look, I'm like, look at my interest rate. The bank is really finding me in the Alps right now. <laughs> Favorite TV edits, 815874. Oh, the IRS sure is finding me in the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Thank you for your text. It's Kevin and Matt. This may be the biggest thing that's ever happened. On 104.9. Somebody made a big mistake. The Morning X. The Morning X on a monkey fighting Monday morning. <laughs> we are. I'm tired of this Monday to Friday show. <laughs> well, we are uh, trying to shake the Mondays off here, shake the crankiness off with some positive news stories. That's why we do good news. That is good news. There are a lot of crappy news stories out there that make you feel bad. News stories that make you feel sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's why once a week we like to just give you a little palate cleanser to start your week off right. Well, uh, here's some good news, Kevin. Okay. A, a woman in Virginia named Brianna Mills uh, was in line at a 7-Eleven when a person in front of her had issues with paying, which happens from time to time. Let me guess. She laughed at them and told them to get a better job. Exactly. No. Why don't you make sure there's money in your account next time, she said. <laughs> this isn't tool of the day. Oh, oh, oh this is good news, this right? Is good news. Something good happened. No, she paid for their stuff. Probably because she was like, I'm not waiting. Just here. I'll pay. That's <laughs> probably what have been that would have been my her reasoning in, behind so it. So her impatience <laughs> led to generosity. Yes. But then she was like, you know what? 
Uh, I'm buying a Monday through Friday lottery ticket because she felt like it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, uh, and that lottery ticket won her $150,000. Whoa! That's hot. Yeah, and she took a te- uh, teacher. She took a a photo of it because uh, she looked up in the sky and saw a rainbow. A double rainbow, actually. Dub- a double rainbow? A double you- rainbow. A double rainbow, you say? Yes. Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, t- oh, my God. So after she bought the ticket, a double rainbow appeared in the sky. Is what was say? that? A double rainbow? Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pretty cool, though. <laughs> It is. Uh, I got a good news story as well. All right. Two two different stories made the rounds today uh, for Veterans Day over the weekend. A 77-year-old in Houston named George Phillips dropped out of high school to join the Navy, spent three years in Vietnam. 60 years later, his school finally gave him his diploma. About time. 60 years. Are they that backed up in the administration office in that school or what? Seriously. Get it together. 60 years. An Air Force vet in Pennsylvania named Craig Harris recently got a new kidney donated by another Air Force veteran named Morgan Slaughter. Which, by the way, if you're in the military and your last name is Slaughter, that is fantastic. Morgan Slaughter is an awesome name. Please tell me you made Sergeant. Please. Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter. Yes. I, it doesn't get any better than that. No. Hi, I'm Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sergeant Slaughter heard that he needed... Um, Needed a kidney after a pizza place near Philly posted it on their big sign outside. You know, they put the big sign and they say, hey, help out so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, look at that. People helping people. I like that. Well, that's nice. Hey, just some a random person, like, did it. That's nice. Yeah. Not just any random person, but Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> saving the day. That's great. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, and also, speaking of kidneys, Kevin. We have another kidney story. Another two kidney stories? From right here in Illinois, too. How do we get so lucky? A guy here in Illinois wanted to give his friend a kidney, but ended up saving his own life when doctors found a tumor on his kidney. He's okay now, and he can't donate anymore, but he's using the free press to find a new donor. Wow. So his uh, examination, I guess, when you get an examination yeah. when you donate, found a tumor, so now he can't donate. No. That's that is that is kind of sad, but all this publicity is gonna allow them to find a donor for his friend. Yes, I mean I hope they find it fast because that is some kidney stuff is some serious stuff. No, yeah, you can only be on it without one for so long. So this is down in Danville. Oh, uh, Danville, I yeah. know where that is. Yeah, so down in down in Danville, not too far from here. You got you go a couple hours uh, towards you know toward the south side of Chicago in that direction. You know down three ninety four from Chicago, and uh, yeah, uh, there it is. I mean maybe maybe you know somebody who knows somebody who can help out. Hey. Uh, maybe maybe us helping spread the word will help save a life. So I can go buy a Monday to Friday lottery ticket and get my one hundred fifty grand, right? Where's your double rainbow? My car. Did you say double rainbow? I did. Did you? Whoa! Oh my god! Oh my god! That's your well, weekly dose. <laughs> that's what happens when the rain and the sun uh, mix together. What? The rain and the what, man? Uh, the sun. Did uh, you say the rain and the what? Yeah. The sun. Shut up about the sun. <laughs> Shut up about the sun. It's the Morning X with Kevin and Matt. So I got the Ice Hogs game. Yeah. We got to do a little thing on the Jumbotron. That yeah, was X marks the spot. You got to throw it to me. Yeah. I like it. I like being thrown to. That's, yeah. That's fun. It's like, and now here's Kevin. And I'm like, hey. 
Yeah. Hey, <laughs> everybody. I like how you said we're giving away tickets to the greatest band in the world, Creed. <laughs> yes, I did. I wasn't shy about it either. No. You let people know. Yeah, but Devin was out there. He signed up. He saw me in the lobby, got his QR code, and uh, we're doing that again this, this Friday. It was fun. Uh, did, you know, did you notice that I screwed up the beginning of the game? I mean, not really. You were talking about it, but I didn't notice from from the audience perspective. Well, for the first time in Ice Hogs history, Kevin, <laughs> uh, there were two MCs. It was me and Michelle hosting okay. the game. There's never been more than one at the same time. No, it's the first time they've had two like rink announcers, MC guys. Okay. So our job is to go to the middle of the ice and wait uh, for our cue to go to start the game. I did see you almost eat it out there is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah well well there's that uh you know i don't i didn't have any ice shoes uh they have special grippy shoes like oh, they could, do like little spiky things you could put over your shoes why don't you get some well i uh, uh michelle had those so i i decided to go without them there's only one pair <laughs> left so uh yeah i almost ate it to start but i didn't but people noticed that so what happened how did you screw it up because well, it seems smooth to me they were supposed to be an announcer going and now please welcome matt and michelle or whatever and then i and then we start talking well the spotlight went on us and i just started <laughs> you i didn't <laughs> wait for him i just went <laughs> i did notice at the start of the game though that when you guys were talking they had the spotlight on you but you were not on the jumbotron yeah, that was, was my fault it was just a graphic of your names yeah uh, they had to uh, make some quick improvises because I just went. I don't know. I was so keyed up in my brain. I was like, the light was on. Just go. This is what I like about Matt Hall is that a lot of people in Matt Hall's position would walk away saying, I crushed it tonight. But Matt will find his mistakes and he will scrutinize his own work and, and figure out how to improve. Because it was the start of the game. Like, <laughs> all I had to do was wait for him to say my name and I couldn't even do that. No, I like that. That's good. It's good because, you know, when someone's like, yeah, I was perfect. Well, just so you know, if you're going to an Ice Hogs game, yes, I am the uh, the MC guy host person who plays the games. Yeah. And uh, is I am. this is my first year doing it. I'm learning on the job and there'll be mistakes that are being made. Like that one, even I'm, though I just, I'm if I wouldn't have said anything, nobody would have known. I'm glad you can admit that. Does it feel better? It feels good to that's, get that off my chest. That's the first step. It's the Morning X with Kevin and Matt. You know, Kevin, every morning, well, most mornings, I stop off at the old gas station to get myself a, a big drink. One down in the corner here? Yeah, the one down in the corner. There. Sure. You know, I gotta, I gotta start the day with my Mountain Dew. You know, and it's drink. He comes in with a banana and the smelliest yogurt I've ever. Yeah, smelled I'm sorry. In my life. It's the Greek yogurt this morning. I tried <laughs> to eat it out of the studio. <laughs> anyway, uh, the guy in there in the morning for 5 a.m. is very vocal. Like he's a very personable guy. The the guy behind the glass, the cashier guy. Not shy. He's not shy. Okay. He's very talkative in the morning, and he also swears a lot. <laughs> like in front of the, like it's just part of his vocabulary. So you're in there and you're getting a drink. He's like, "Look at you getting an MF and drink to start your day." I'm like, "Excuse me? Like I, you're not expecting that from the store clerk?" Yeah, I mean, if, if in what at, at what five at like five thirty in the morning. I mean, he's got to be bored. <laughs> like I counted at least three f bombs in our conversation, and it was like a two minute interaction. So, uh, and I, 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 honestly, I kind of like it. There should be some professions that are allowed to swear. You should. And anyone who has to serve people face-to-face should be able to swear. That should be allowed. The swearing gas station clerk. <laughs> it, it, it puts a smile on my face every morning. He's great at his job, by the way. It's a gimmick, yeah. Why not? He talks to everybody in line. He's very personable. What about those girls at the, the Wiener Circle in Chicago? It's kind of like that. You walk in and they're mean to you, right? Well, so, he's not ripping on me, though. No. He's just explaining my products that I've bought with profanity. Look at you.
at your stanky ass yogurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he could have said that. But it kind of catches you off guard because you're like, excuse me? <laughs> if you don't expect it. If you're not expecting to be sworn at. I mean, does, do you think he, he knows you're okay with it and that's why he does it? Like if, if like a little lady walked in, do you think he would do that? Yes, I saw him do it to like, another plate. Like, right. And, and she was like, what? You just kind of go with it, you know? That's great. 815-874-2104. Have you ever had like a clerk out uh, acting a fool, acting outlandish? I mean, I guess it could be worse, you know? Yeah, uh, that's that's awesome, though. That's a dream. It puts a smile on my face. I go in there specifically to be sworn at now. Just don't care at all. I love that. Just let it out, man. Oh, man. Because we a... can't swear here on the radio. Right. We, we have to say uh, monkey fighting snakes. <laughs> I've had it with these monkey, or uh, I'm getting found in the Alps. Yeah, getting found in the Alps. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I gotta find that clip. Boy, no. this work week's really finding me in the Alps. <laughs> because we were talking about TV edits earlier, and this goes right <laughs> along with this conversation. The TV edit from the Big Lebowski. Of course, he he says uh, uh, "effing a stranger in the A," but uh, in the TV edit, this is what they put in. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of getting found in the Alps by get, my insurance company. Get yourself a mountain F and do in the morning, young man. That's what he said. And I was like, yes, I will. I need to. I, no, I need you got to go in there and check I, it out for I yourself. Got to stop there on my way yeah, in tomorrow. It's great. It's, it's settled. They're the B team of radio. If B stood for brilliant. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-uh. It's Kevin and Matt on the morning X. We have the audio from the uh, Michigan substitute coach uh, who, you know, sure enough, I looked up the audio, but didn't look up the guy's name. Oh, do you remember uh, what his name was? Coachy Mick Kosherson. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Coachy Mick Kosherson. Uh, he was filling in for Harbaugh, who got yeah. suspended for cheating. And uh, I guess they won. And uh, thanks to Jim, the caller from earlier, who uh, gave us this tip on the people swearing that you don't expect to swear. Mm-hmm. And this happened on live TV. I've bleeped out the swears because I don't want to get in trouble. But he said all this unbleeped on national television uh, after the Michigan game the other day. You know, on the field, they do the— Yeah, like how, ABC or something. On the field to be uh, the winner of the game. And he's— Oh, that Coach Harbaugh. I love you, man. <laughs> love the out of you, man. <laughs> this for you. For this university, the president— our AD, we got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Wouldn't you just, wouldn't you just love that? I mean, like, did you, he, he went in the locker room having no idea what he did. I, I guarantee nobody, nobody knew what he did. He didn't know. He walked away thinking he was, he was fine. He was fine. Yeah, now today he's probably like, oh, no. <laughs> he should have known you're on national TV. You can't say those things. Right. But you know, the thrill of the moment, man, sometimes it overcomes your all your logic. He sounded like Rocky at the end there. <laughs> if I can change, and you can change. Yes, he did. Come on. You know we're going to live forever. Come on, Stallion. <laughs> we're going to live forever. But then he didn't. Then he didn't. Poor Apollo. Lesson learned. Ugh. Don't swear on national Don't TV. Swear. But if you're the if you're the gas station guy that Matt was talking about, keep on. Oh, the swearing gag. Go check him out. Keep He's it. great. <laughs> the morning X with Kevin and Matt, weekday six to ten on 104.9 The X. And once in a while, you find something on the inter- internet that makes you laugh. Yeah, <laughs> does. And uh, apparently, there's uh, you know, of course, we were talking about this earlier in the, uh, earlier this week that the decorations are already out at stores, and that's fine. People get mad that there's decorations out at stores. No, it's 
people need to be able to buy things ahead of time. That you know, you can't you can't get mad about that. Exactly. You know, but we we did establish, I think, from our our Facebook post that it is too early for the Christmas decorations to be on your house. Well, put them up because it's warm, but don't turn them on. Maybe maybe don't turn the lights on. Yeah, yeah, until like later. But what looks worse? Oh. Inflatables in your yard or deflated inflatables in your yard? That's true. <laughs> they both look bad. I, I'm not an inflatable guy, so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. If it's a snowman, I think it looks okay. I heard at Menards they sell a 40-foot Santa Claus that's taller than your house. Terrifying. Right? What if the wind catches that thing? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it, there's... Goes, it goes, yeah, if wind catches that thing and it just goes flying. You got to stake it down. <laughs> Sounds like a 1950s horror movie. 50-foot Santa. <laughs> Take it Run. Don't walk. Well, like that giant skeleton, you know, for Halloween? Well, they got a giant, like, 40-foot Santa Claus inflatable. That oh. seems crazy to me. He sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he knows when you're awake. I'm surprised they haven't made one of those movies yet. They did Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> he knows if you've been bad or good. And if you're bad, he'll stomp you. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> anyway, a doctor, Kevin, who posts videos on TikTok, has gone viral for his PSA he recorded at a Target showing what de- Christmas decorations you should not, you know, shove up. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so he's, he's going through and finding, like, you know, the long yes. icicles and the candy canes. Yeah. And, okay. Here he is saying what you shouldn't put up there. <laughs> So Target already has some of their Christmas decorations out, and I feel like I should stop for a moment as a doctor and give a small PSA. Do not put this where it doesn't belong. Do not put this where it doesn't belong. Do me a favor and don't put this where it doesn't belong. Or this, or even this little one. I don't care that this is ribbed. Do not put this where it doesn't belong. Not this. Don't even think about it. Not this. Definitely not. You'll get a splinter. Anyways, happy holidays. Stay safe out there. Don't put things where they don't belong. Please. There are things that belong there. Not those. You know, he's saying that because people have. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't say that if they haven't. Exactly. Every year, and we look at it at this show every year, there's a long list of things that doctors have had to remove yeah. from up there. Yeah, well, his, his insides are blinking. Why is that? <laughs> It's lit up like Rudolph. 25,000 Italian twinkle lights. Uh, 104.9. 104.9. It is a live show. God God help all of you. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt. Looking for your favorite toy. A toy that if you found it in your closet now, and you're like, I used to play with this, you would take it out and play with it, set it up, whatever it is. Yeah. 815-874-2104. My Game Boy. Yeah. Oh. If that thing still, if you put batteries in it and it still works, if, oh, you know you'd play it. Oh, of course I would. Mario Land? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was great. And it was so, it was so not technological. It was so <laughs> basic, but oh, it was yeah. so great. Yeah. There was one problem with that the screen didn't light up. If you did not have no. light, you were screwed. You could not play in the dark. <laughs> right. That, that was a huge, a huge or misstep by if Nintendo. You were sitting in a really sunny room. Because you couldn't see with the glare. <laughs> oh, yeah. It had to be, the conditions had to be just right to play Game Boy. Yeah, and then the batteries ran out in like five and minutes. it dies, yeah, yeah, halfway through your car ride. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know what I used to have, and this is uh, when I was like six, seven years old, um, I wanted to be a radio guy, mm-hmm. and I had a little console that was for people to play radio. It had uh, a little microphone um, that worked, and it had uh, sound effects buttons and uh, a tape recorder on it so you could record play the sound effects record your voice pretend you were a radio guy and man did i play with that for a long time and now look at you now 
I know. I know. Well, I, I spent a lot of years not trying to be a radio person, trying to be like a famous singer and actor, all that stuff. How'd that work out for uh, you? Not well. Uh, <laughs> not, not well. So then <laughs> and I, now you, you uh, plan B. I scraped my life together and I have uh, arrived. Uh, in morning radio in Rockford, which is what I said back in the South Suburbs of Chicago when I was six. I want to be in the radio in Rockford someday, and here I am. And here you are. Look at you go. I used to do like I used to do like live reads, like like on my little radio console. I would be like, and we'll be back with the weather. But first, are you thirsty? Try Dr Pepper. Just what the doctor <laughs> ordered. Like I would I would seriously do that. Like and uh, yeah, here I am. I started practicing early. I'm surprised I'm not better. No, <laughs> I am too. Yeah, I am. <laughs> the uh, Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, the National Museum of Play has the Toy Hall of Fame, much like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Their inductees this year are in. Okay. Um, we have uh, Nerf, just in general, Nerf toys altogether. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite Nerf toy? Uh, there was this Nerf Vortex football that you could throw like a mile. And it would go so far. You it felt like so John far. Elway. Yeah. Oh, yes. Did you ever have the whistling one? Yeah, well, that hurt when you caught it on your hands. <laughs> I didn't like the whistle because it hurt. But you'd throw it and it would go. Yeah. You could throw it down the street. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was awesome. That thing was great. And we played playground football with it So because we wanted to do those long bombs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Nerf guns now are the deal, are, are the big deal. You know, oh, those are cool too. Oh, those are fun, and yeah. they're getting really high tech and kind of scary. But you know, yeah, <laughs> shooting a foam dart is fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. As long as it doesn't lead to horrible things. <laughs> uh, the Fisher Price corn popper. Well, when when you were four, I had one. I think. Yeah, the little bubble you push in, little balls pop up and down. That one wasn't actually a nominee, but they uh, grandfathered it in, I guess, this I, year. I had it. Yeah, we all had it. Everyone had it. I used it once. To smash a pinball machine. Oh, good. <laughs> I had this little, like, uh, little Masters of the Universe pinball machine. Like, you know, not like a real pinball mm-hmm. machine. But, like, I remember being very young and picking up my, my Fisher-Price corn popper, using it as a hammer to smash the pinball machine. I was, I was a troubled youth. <laughs> yeah. Were you okay? Are you something all right there? <laughs> uh, we did put it up on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. What was your favorite toy? We got some responses in there and, uh, and over the text message. But what do you got, Matt? You got anything? Um... Uh, do you want? How about Cabbage Patch Kids? It was on here. That was inducted, Cabbage Patch. So when I was uh, in 1989 or 90-ish, uh, I wanted a Nintendo more than anything in the world, a Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, who didn't? Yeah. Right. And, but Christmas morning, there was a box under the tree. I was like, there it is. There's the, the Nintendo. There it is right there. <laughs> Santa came through. I opened it up, and do you know what it was? Tell me it wasn't a Cabbage Patch. It was patch a Cabbage kid. Patch doll. I was so upset. No. And I know I should be grateful for receiving a present from Santa on Christmas, but it is not what I wanted. I was like, "What? Is, where's Mario? Not only did I not get a Nintendo, but I got the ugliest doll on planet Earth. I remember it, it, it had overalls that were brown, and I was so upset. Wait, it wasn't my buddy, was it? No, it was a Cabbage Patch doll. Okay, so it was a Cabbage Patch. My buddy was the generic ripoff of Those of things cabbage. came with a birth certificate. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> yes, Cabbage Patch Kids did. Um, uh, Val says pogo stick. Oh, uh, you could impale yourself on one yeah, of those things? that'd be fun. Our toys were dangerous. They were. Yeah. Back in the were, 1980s. For sure. They were dangerous. You could you could sh- electrocute yourself on a light bright. <laughs> you ever got hit with a Hot Wheels track? Like the piece of the track? Did you ever have one of those shoved up your nose? That hurts. No? <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> uh, Super Soaker is on here from, I had uh, Super from Rafi. Yeah, yeah. Um, remote control cars, G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. I wasn't a big G.I. Joe guy. No, you didn't uh, have all the military figures? No, I had more Star Wars action figures, He-Man, that kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, dude, I have a lot of Star Wars action figures. You've seen them, actually, in my in my yeah, office. I, I, that's, that is a tenth of them. 
I have a, a shoebox, and the shoebox is full of this stuff. Almost all shoplifted from when I was a teenager. Yeah, Almost you were a klepto. <laughs> I was. You? I was a troubled youth, I'm telling you. <laughs> too many, uh, <laughs> eating too much paint, I think. That was my problem. Uh, my wrestling figures. Uh, oh, I had some wrestling figures. Yeah. The old, the good ones, yeah. Remember Wrestling Buddy? I had a wrestling buddy. It was like a pillow of the Ultimate Warrior, whoever. Yeah, macho Man. Uh-huh. And, you know, in the commercial, they showed kids, like, on a bed with, like, the actual ropes around the bed. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I really wanted to set my bed up that way, See, man. But back in the 80s, too, if you didn't have toys, you just made them up. Like, we played acorns, where you threw acorns at each other. That hurt. That was a fun game. Yeah. Acorn in the eyeball, we called it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, baseball cards also inducted this year. Finally. Whole shoebox full of them, a couple of them. Somewhere there's like a there's like a Mark McGuire rookie card somewhere in my. <laughs> Remember that stale stick of gum that used to come with them? Oh, God, it was crunchy. <laughs> you you bite into it and your teeth like would gum, chip. Gum should not be crunchy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> On the text, a uh, game called Crossbows and Catapults. What is that? It was like a, it was like a medieval game. You like set up little castles, and then you you had little catapults. You try to break your friends' castles. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah, just keep on chiming in. Your favorite toys. Uh, congratulations to the Toy Hall of Famers this year. <laughs> the uh, Nerf, the Fisher Price Corn Popper, Cabbage Patch Kids, and baseball cards. Baseball stuff. Baseball. Oh yeah, how do we miss that one? Yeah, what are you doing? Baseball stuff. It's the morning X with Kevin and Matt. Very tired today, Matt. You are. I'm, I'm falling asleep. It, like, I've never fallen asleep on the air before, but today might be the day. There's the first time for everything, and I think today's that day. What, did you stay up too late uh, playing video games? No, actually, I didn't. Kevin's wife's out of town, so he... She is, and but see, I'm actually, I'm actually doing something good while she's out of town. What's that? Okay, so we've been looking at these boxes in our foyer of uh, baby furniture. Oh, okay. For the baby's room. Because we're having a baby. Not just because we like baby furniture. You're having a child. Yeah, there's actually a child on the way. Yeah, so we're um, uh, I mean, we've been staring at this baby furniture. But in order to put the baby's room together, we had to move her office into the basement, and then move our one bedroom into the bedroom that was her office, and then make that bedroom the the baby's room there. Yep. And so um, I spent all day yesterday starting that process. Oh, I'm yeah. very sore, and and I was up very late doing it. So, so I, I managed to get a lot of stuff down in the basement. I managed to move one bedroom entirely <laughs> into another room and then uh, put together a crib. Wow. And, and most of a big dresser last night. See, if my wife went out of town, I'd just make like pillow forts and stuff all over the house. You know? <laughs> most of the time I do. Most of the time <laughs> I know, lay around doing whatever I whatever want. Whatever you want to do. But we had to get this done, and I wanted her to come home from her business trip and see it done and be happy. See, aren't you a, a, a great husband? Look at you. I am. I'm doing it strictly for the points. <laughs> no, I'm tired. I was trying to look at those boxes myself. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. We've been, we've been dawdling around. Um, here's my gripe. Every piece of furniture that I've ever built from a, from a store, you get it out of the box and you put it together. Why? is that little flat panel that you put on the back always made of the most garbage flat material ever. Yeah, I don't know. Why is that? And it's not just like, every, okay, every other piece, these big, thick, giant pieces mm-hmm. of wood that make up the bulk of the dresser, Right. Uh, they have like these cam screws and these bolts, uh, and it's like one or two of them does the job, but then you put on this back flat panel, 50 screws. 
<laughs> and every time you screw it in, it cracks it because it's weak. Because it's so flimsy. Yeah, it's why? flimsy and weak. Why do they do that? And the the little starter holes they put it don't line up with the actual uh, product you're screwing it to. So you have to like create new holes. Did you go to IKEA? Are you putting it together with an Allen wrench? The whole thing? No, we ordered it from an actual baby place. Oh, okay. And the the actual. Dresser itself is in, is is really sturdy and it's strong wood, but it, it they ordered it from the crappy flat panel store, just like every other product. I want to know the person responsible for this. You know, I wish we had a baby crying sound effect because I, I would play it. <laughs> I would play it right now. Well, well, look at me with my wife and my new baby on the way. I, yeah. Wow. So so you are telling me you you can't relate to the to the. Pain in the ass. No, I can't. That is putting together any furniture. No, I can't. I tried to put a desk together last year. It didn't go very well. So it's <laughs> it's hard to put things together. You're right. And you know, you ever try to read the instructions where it's like A, B, C, D? It's hard to follow along with that. They they have never ever made clear instructions. They never have in anything. It's never happened. <laughs> there we go. But so when you dive in, do you even follow the instructions or are you just like, let's figure this out? No, I'm I'm not one of those guys. I actually follow, you the, follow instructions the instructions. Because I don't have that natural ability to build things that, that a lot of guys seem to have. Some guys are just like, oh, just do this there, there, and boop, we're done. Yeah, forget it. No, that's no not happening. I need to follow. But but if it, all you do is draw a cartoon with arrows pointing, this screw goes here, this yeah, screw hard. goes here. Yeah. Like, what, what, who, is it a, such a problem to hire a writer to actually write? What to do down? Thank you. Make Hire somebody. Idiot proof it. Yeah. For me. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you would think that the cartoon would be the idiot proof thing. Yeah. But it's not very clear what's supposed to go where, what side of this wood am I supposed to be using? Uh, none of that. Like, it's very vague. But so far, it looks like a dresser. So, okay. <laughs> I'm excited. So it works. It holds clothes and, and stuff. I, I didn't finish it yet because it got so, it got later than I wanted it to. Quicker than I wanted it to, so okay. I, I was just kind of like, "Oh no!" Did you get, get the back panel on? The back panel is on. That took that took <laughs> okay. way too long to put that <laughs> damn back panel on because of the hundred screws and the uh, the the breaking of the pieces. And yeah, see, if good. it was me, I just would have called another man to come finish it for me. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm all pride. Are you? Yeah, no, I would have gone to your neighbor across the street and be like, hey, come over here and help me. No, he was up on his roof putting up Christmas lights, so <laughs> I wasn't going to bug him. Yeah, so there there you go. He's out there doing the husband thing, too. We're all doing it. Yeah. Well, and by, by the way, by the way, Matt, yeah. my being happy with my life doesn't avoid my right to complain about things. <laughs> it's okay. Just so you know. <laughs> well, I disagree, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at, look at. Wah, wah, wah. Things are so perfect. What a good friend. <laughs> you guys are gross and lame. 104.9. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The Morning X. 104.9, it's The Morning X. Good morning, Kevin. Hi, Matt. And I, I'm Matt. It's you our, are. It's our morning radio show. And, you know, Kevin, with your new child on the way. Yes. Uh, will you be raising him or her uh, as an iPad kid? Will you have your kid... Will you give them an iPad? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, we don't plan to. The The iPad will be very limited. Limited? Yeah. Like, there'll, be, there'll just be rules with it, you know? Like, don't don't bring it to dinner, you know? Right. Uh, keep it keep it for, to the certain times you're allowed to and certain times you're not. Just like Nintendo, when I was a kid, you had times when you were allowed and you're not playing at dinner, you're not playing your Game Boy at dinner, you know, it's like there were yeah. allotted times for these things, and that's I think that's the route we're going to try but, and take. But out in public, you see the kids, the younger kids, uh, with their iPads out, 
And, um, you know, here's a, a Gen Zer that has gone viral um, telling parents that they should not raise iPad kids. Here we go. I just saw a TikTok from some millennial, and she was like, here's a message to Gen Z. You might make fun of us, but watch out. We're raising the next generation, and they're going to eat you up. Your kids can't read. You're raising Gen Alpha. Y'all bred iPad children. You have been shoving media and screens in these kids' faces since birth. They probably have no imagination because their brain hasn't actually been forced to come up with any original thought. Don't give your kids iPads at a restaurant in public. Can you not make your child behave for more than five seconds that they can live without an iPad for a dinner? Can you not give your child enough attention and like actually converse with them, <laughs> teach them things and have conversations? Why do you have to just give them an iPad to make them shut up? Why are they even there then? What are you doing? We have to right a wrong guys. We have to make our kids normal, please. Says the guy who grew up with an iPad in his face. <laughs> I don't like his tone. Don't you tell me what to do, Gen Z kid. I get your point, Matt, but yeah. do, do you have children? No, I don't. Do you have children on the way? Uh, no. Then he's not talking to you. Well, I would never tell. You know what you, you're not. You know what you can't do. Tell someone how to raise their kid. I don't. I don't think. I don't, I don't think he is doing that. I think he's saying you've already done this. He's <laughs> Look what you've done already. Yeah, he grew up in a in a world of screens. And is that his fault? Yeah, it is his fault. I'm, I'm he saying he invented the iPad. He put. He gave himself an iPad when he was a baby. Just think, he thinks he knows everything. He doesn't know anything at uh, all. Oh, so Matt is just get off my lawn right now. Uh, right uh, now, I am get off my lawn. Uh, Matt's Kevin. get off my lawn. But I, I agree with some of the things he's saying. He may be saying it in an a hole way. Since birth, he said. <laughs> He's like, he, first of all, he's like a nerdy white guy until he says the word birth. Yeah. He's like, he's like, your kids have had iPads since birth. <laughs> no, he thinks he's cool. Guess what? You're not cool. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's uh, annoyed by seeing an I, a kid on an iPad out at a restaurant. I agree. Like, you know, it's it's if you have the kids on the iPads uh, early enough, they get kind of used to it. And then you take it away and they freak out. I've seen it with my, you know, siblings and their kids. It's a social issue. You know, like, yeah, you should. You should. You should try to encourage your children to have conversations face-to-face when you're out at dinner, at the dinner table at home. You know, I think uh, everyone should be talking to each other. Yeah, it would be nice, like the 1980s, yes. (laughs) It would be real nice. Yeah. But but this guy... Doesn't know what he's talking about, okay? <laughs> Matt is, he doesn't he, know. You don't understand. You, you don't understand. Matt is so mad about this. We were talking off the air. He is he is angrier than you think about this uh, video. He's, he's literally going on his <laughs> iPad to make a point about how people shouldn't be on iPads. <laughs> he grew up in that generation. It's his fault. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Matt is offended on behalf of people I who am. have kids. Don't let this jerk tell you how to raise your kids, all right? Well, yeah, I mean, and, and I don't know if you've ever tried to take an iPad away. Uh-huh. That's not easy either. Also, he was, oh, the parents, I can't believe you're... Hey, if you have a kid, let's see how you do. Let's see your parenting strategy there, Gen does, Zer. Does it say how old the person in the video is? No, it just says Gen Zer has gone viral. So he's viral. a Gen Zer, and that is what? I think that's like 20s, early 20s. Early 20s right now? Yeah. yeah okay. I don't know. That's that's a tough call. You don't know I, everything. Because while I agree with what he's saying, and I will try and practice those things with my own child, yes. I also think, you know, it's your own business, and if you're raising a, a drooling robot kid because all they've ever done is use electronics, uh, then, you know, that's up to you. It's up to you. I'm not going to tell you what to do. His point was, well, you're raising Gen Alpha. Blah, blah, they can't read. How do you know they can't read? If they can't read, how are they using an iPad? Yeah. And by the way, uh, what generation are you going to be raising there, kid?
Yeah. How about that? How about your kids? <laughs> yeah, I think what he's what people should be saying to him is good luck with your own yeah, kid. Yeah, exactly. Because the, the, guess what? The electronics are not going away. Yeah, let me just go online and tell everybody about it because I'm so cool. <laughs> oh, it makes me so mad, Kevin. Uh, he, well, if, if he made you mad, he he did exactly what he set out to do. I know. Exactly. And so he wins, and he I He wins, it. Matt. <laughs> he, does, he does not win. He, I'm older <laughs> by many years. I'm, I'm amused at how mad you are. Yes. I'm, I'm amused. Very this amused. His dang kids tell me what to do. <laughs> it's the Morning X with Kevin and Matt. I have been withholding information. You have, yeah. I've been I've been debating whether or not to bring this up Uh-oh. on the show, but then we were sitting around going, "Oh no, there's nothing to talk about." So I'm like, "Well, I better bring this up." Okay, I better put this on. I better put this on the schedule. Um, what do you got? It's hard to it's hard to make this statement seriously, but I think I saw a UFO. You think you did? I think I saw a UFO. If the definition of a UFO is an object in the sky that I cannot identify. It could have been one of Elon Musk's many satellites he just launches up there. No, I've seen those. I've seen the Starlink satellites before. It's actually a really cool sight. Yeah. That's not what it was. And this was during the daytime. Oh. Um, and it was last Friday on my way out to the Hogs game. Okay. I was on Main Street. You know, when you get off on 2, you start heading toward where you're going to the BMO. Uh-huh. Um, and something flew across the sky faster than the laws of physics should allow. That's why I think it was a UFO. That's why I think it wasn't of this earth. It wasn't of our technology. And it wasn't like your typical what you think of when you think UFO, right? You think like saucer or yeah. some kind of aircraft. There was a large figure in the sky, a large kind of shadow that mm. whipped whoo, across the sky. And it said southwest on the, on the side. No, there. it wasn't a plane. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a plane. This is why I was nervous to bring this up because I know. No, it's fine. I'm all for it. It, it. it was. It was so weird. It was almost like a shadow, as big as a cloud. I mean, too big to be a plane. Okay. And it was so fast that you. There's no way you can make out the shape of it. It went. Whoo, and I was like, did I just see that? And I've been debating to myself, did I see that? I'm not one to hallucinate. I'm not one to see things that aren't there, uh, and it's never happened to me before. It could be the start of that. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it's never happened before where I saw something and thought, ah, that wasn't real. I, th- I definitely saw something. So what what did I see? And did anyone else see it? Hmm. It sounded like it was really quick, like you were the only person who would It was it. very fast, and that's why I think it wasn't earthly, because nothing can travel that fast that we have created. What would aliens be doing in Rockford? Scanning for intelligence. <laughs> well... I don't want to go there, but uh... he's talking about. <laughs> Look, I, maybe the symbol. I think I've said this before. Oh, do you think maybe the symbol is like a monolith that they left here <laughs> from the ancient times? I, I don't know if the, the I've got that word right, but like a I don't know. it's it's like a um, a token that they left here, uh, a communication device, some sort right. of uh, landing spot. What do they call that? A beacon. It's a, a beacon. It's a beacon. Um, and this is just one of their spots, and that was. Maybe that was a scan from their beacon that I saw whip like sweep across the sky because it was very large. It wasn't like a small shape. It was a very large, whoosh, almost like we we're being scanned. Oh, okay. And it didn't say Goodyear on it or anything. No, like no, that. <laughs> no. It wasn't an uh, it wasn't a discernible <laughs> shaped object okay. in the sky. <laughs> Just want to be sure here. No. Was it near the airport though? It was near the airport. Uh, no. And see, this is not an aircraft. Okay. It's a giant cloudy shadow 
Oh, I believe you. I mean, I believe in all of it. I mean, I watch Ancient Aliens. I know the, I know the deal. Yeah, I, I saw it, and, and I don't know what I saw. That's the thing. And it's like, it, it could be aliens. It could be... Um, but there's no object in nature that does what I saw this thing do. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, weather event that does it. It was just... Like when you see on the TV screen, when a uh, back in the old days, when you still had a uh, antenna for your TV, I remember those days. And like just a, a thing would whoosh, across the screen, like a little line. Whoosh. It was like that, but just like dark shadow. Whoosh. Well, it was night. Also, how that was you- day. It was it was still light out when I was on my way there. Okay. So, what did I see? Something going really fast. Yeah, it, so so fast that no plane could go that. Nothing can go that fast. Hmm. Well, maybe you did see a UFO. Or maybe I'm losing it. Maybe, maybe you're losing your mind. Maybe this is the this is the start of my decline. This is how it starts. But I've never been known. There's no history in my family of that sort of mental illness. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, uh, How's your eyesight? Good? You my, lo- my eyesight's better, 2020? better than 2020. Oh. Better than. So I saw something, and I don't know what it was. Okay. I'm just saying. I still think it may have said United on the side or... <laughs> You, uh, you're. Uh, I'm obviously not describing it well enough. If you still think I'm talking about an airplane, <laughs> clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> it beamed me up, and it took me to my uh, its its secret hideout, which looked like my friend's garage. Was that Dana Gould? Th- the oh yeah, it was a Dana Gould bit. Yeah, they lo- they looked suspiciously like my friends Dale and Ted. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, no, it wasn't like that. I didn't okay, get probed. So legit, unidentified flying object you saw. Yeah. Well, thanks for being brave and admitting it to the entire state line. Somebody else out there has seen something like this. They Ooh. must have. Oh, text in. Yeah. Text in or, or text in that I'm uh, a whack job. You're whatever, losing it. Whatever you got to text in. 815-874-2104. I can't be alone. I can't be. <laughs> <laughs> it's the morning act. It's Kevin and Matt. Angry, sick people. On 104.9, the morning X. Temperatures are dropping. It's getting a little bit cooler outside. November is here, which means the end of shirtless joggers for a while. Thank goodness. <laughs> you know, you see them all out all over the place. I don't like it. How about you? I mean, only only solely for the reason that it makes me jealous. Well, yeah, I can't I can't attain that. If I ran shirtless, people would be offended. Oh, for sure. Well, me too. First of all, they would yell, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you wouldn't. Second of all, second of all, it, nobody wants to see that. I am not tight. I, I, I'm not tight. We'll put it that way. No, yeah, yeah. Some work to be done. Yeah, whatever the equivalent is of a sports bra for a guy, I need that for my whole body. Well, here's the thing, too. Uh, I walk on a trail, and sometimes they run by me all sweaty. Oh, yeah. And sometimes the sweat bounces off them. And lands on me, and I don't care for that at all. Put a shirt on. I used to live in this apartment complex in Rochelle, and there was a guy in the complex who was like the cookie cutter of what a, a man should look like. And he, he had like he didn't like shave his chest; he had to let his chest yeah. hair be out, and like he would go jogging every day and, with his shirt off. Even even in December, he'd be out there. Like and I'm like, what are you doing, man? What is the point of shirtless jogging? Though they make <laughs> shirts, just put it on. It's not hard. It doesn't encumber you in any way. They make shirts <laughs> i love that that's your argument <laughs> too well does it make you go faster what are you trying are you trying to get a tan what are you trying to accomplish here 
Make me jealous of your chiseled physique? That's probably it. They're like, hey, I got it. I might as well show it off. Because the, the functionality of having no shirt on, other than I want to feel the breeze on my nips, yeah. I don't think that uh, there's much of a function to that. I wouldn't do it because I'm like an A cup, probably-ish. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Plus, I'm very pale. It just It's not a good look for me. Uh, yeah, you need the uh, the German brassiere, the uh, stopping from flopping. <laughs> The man's ear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, enough with the shirtless but jogging. Just put, put a shirt on. That's all I ask. We get it, Adonis. You know, y- y- your life's going great. We get it. You can run shirtless <laughs> and free. Says two out of shape old men <laughs> on The Morning X. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt, making Rockford laugh every morning since, like, yesterday. And, uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. What happened? So I told you yesterday that I'm like trying to score these, you know, expecting father of the year <laughs> awards, uh, you know, husband of the year because my wife is in Des Moines on uh, business and I wanted her to come home to see that all the baby furniture had been put together. Because you're a great husband. That's right. And, I, you know, I'm trying to be a good uh, example, you know, just trying to start off by being a good example. You get stuff done, you know, I'm the dad who gets stuff done. And uh, you know, I'm putting together baby furniture, which is uh, two dressers and a crib so far. Um, I got the crib put together, and yesterday I was putting together a dresser, and I told you that I was getting mad about the panel that you screw into the back of the... Yeah, the back flimsy panel they oh, give you for that thing. Right, yeah, and I was, I was getting mad about the flimsy panel and how you, it's hard to screw in. The screws don't really catch very well. Um, and so I had done that the night before, and my plan was to go home yesterday and finish the dresser. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I got home yesterday, and the next step was to start putting in the drawers. And as I started to do that, I realized something. (laughs) I screwed the back panel into the front of the dresser. (laughs) The front of the dresser. I screwed it. And so now the nice finished wood on the front of the dresser has 20 to 30 screw holes in it. (laughs) Look, when I tell you that it has been a long time since I had something that I would consider a legitimate meltdown, I am not kidding. (laughs) I'm surprised police were not called and sent to my house yesterday because I was not happy and I was not quiet about it. (laughs) Were the neighbors like, what's going on over there? That's what I'm concerned about because it was, was, I was so mad because I was already annoyed with the panel, already annoyed. And also, I just ruined a $350 piece of furniture. Well, you could always... uh... No, it's ruined. Yep. Well, I went to Lowe's and I got some like wood filler crayon, you know, those oh, things they go. make. Yeah. Um, and it's at least conceals the holes so it doesn't look as bad. But I still know that I destroyed something that was nice and, and in the dumbest way possible. <laughs> I thought it was weird that the panel was going into finished wood. I, I thought it was weird, but I thought the other side was also finished. Turns out. It was clearly not. Did you follow the instructions that it came with? I did, and they were not very well put together. Okay, so. The pictures don't really show what's front, what's back, and at the time, I couldn't tell. I say we blame the manual on this one. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're, you're at least defending me. <laughs> saying, trying to be nice. Saying blame the manual, but I am a, I am a big, big dumb. You a big You should have called dummy. another man to come over and finish the job the right way. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Uh, have you ever accidentally broken or ruined something expensive? I think I think that 
could be a good topic. I, I can't be the only dumbass out there. No. If you've ever broken or accidentally ruined something of value or something that was important to somebody, uh, because now uh, I had to call my wife and tell her what happened, and I was and I was very embarrassed to admit it because we talked about it like oh, I'll probably screw it up because I'm doing it by myself, and I was like, no way, I got all cocky, and sure enough, I screwed it up in a very poor, dumb way. And what did she say? She said, "Are you okay?" Oh, yeah. how nice. Yeah. God love her. <laughs> I think you found yourself a keeper. If you get a chance, marry my wife. Sure. She's great. We could both marry her. <laughs> How would you like to marry Kevin and Matt for the morning X? Some guys do mediocre radio just for the paycheck. These guys. Uh, same. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt. You know, you're in a conversation with somebody, with a friend or whatever, and they say something, and then they keep talking, and you're like, wait a minute, back up. Did you just say blank? Yeah. Um, that just happened in studio here with you. It did. What did I say? Matt Matt told me that he's not been to his mailbox <laughs> since August. Yeah, around Labor Day or so. It was the last time I, I checked it out. The mailbox where you receive bills and things? Mm-hmm. You haven't gone to that mailbox to get your mail out since August? I find it's best not to see what's in there from time to time. My mail isn't that great, so. August, though. Like, yeah. literally Labor Day. You, yeah. know, you know they stop delivering your mail if it's too full after a while. My mail person probably hates me. It's probably filled to the brand with with just junk mail. Yeah, and then she's got to put your put your extraneous mail that doesn't fit into some other file. <laughs> right. You're making more work for your postal worker. Well, I think today then it'll be a good thing for me to do. I'll walk down to the mail and I'll, I'll see what's in there. It's fun every two months or you so. You have to bring in the trash bag full of mail that you take out of that mailbox. <laughs> yes. So we can see what kind of bills you're missing. It's mostly junk mail and, you know, my electric bill and cable bill. And, and a Christmas card. From you, yeah. Yeah, we sent out our holiday cards early this Why, year. Why, though? Why are you sending it out? It's it's uh, November, Kevin. Look, there's a logical reason. I wouldn't have done it, but there's a logical reason. We're, we're sending out um, baby shower invitations soon. You you said you were not going to invite me, and I was thankful for that. We're not. We're not. Thank you. So we're sending out, but we're sending those out soon, but there are people that don't know yet about... The, oh, okay. The pregnancy. So what we're doing is we're making that our Christmas card. Is the announcement? Oh, I is, see. Is on the Christmas card. So if they get a baby shower invite before they've even heard, they'll be offended. They'll be butt hurt. You know, you're not the first person to have a baby at Christmas time. Well, we're not having a baby at Christmas time. It's not till March. <laughs> Sorry. The point is, we're that, was, that was a joke about you know Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it went way over. Yeah, my head. that was pretty deep. Yikes. I don't know. <laughs> You know, pregnancy, Christmas, who's he going to be born in the manger, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> what was that? Tom Hanks thought the joke was hilarious. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's the Morning X with Kevin and Matt. And joining us, Kevin Haas from the Rock River Current. Hey, Kevin. Happy 818 to you. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Acquaintance. Contractually obligated to be here. No, you're not. <laughs> Is that true? No one ever said you well, had to come Well, it's been nice coming here. I'm never coming again. <laughs> Good. Beat it. Leave us alone. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Kevin, join in. Join the show. Have you ever broken something expensive? 
Um, probably. Besides your neck. Just yeah. say it. <laughs> Just do the joke. All right, right. Let's let's set it up again. Hey, did you ever break something expensive? My neck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet that I bet that was costly. It was very expensive, and uh, thank you to everybody who helped pay for it by coming to my yeah. charity show. I was gonna say, didn't you hold a shameless promotion? <laughs> I to, did. Uh, yeah. Pay for it. Yeah. And people put extra money in it, aside <laughs> yeah, from nice. the ticket cost. It was yeah. It was they really did save me. Gosh, I should break my neck. Yeah. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. Don't. No, it's probably not fun. It probably if it did, why, why, for a couple of minutes it hurts. You know, Kev? For a few weeks, yeah. <laughs> when you first did it and you sent the text message, I was like, oh my gosh, maybe he's seriously hurt. But then you posted a photo of yourself literally like 10 minutes later. I was like, oh, he's fine. In the hospital? In the mean? hospital, uh, yeah. yeah. I like, didn't take that picture, though, obviously. Were you, were you doing the thumbs up? I did, was. I was yeah, doing like yeah. the Mike Utley, you know? I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I knew you were okay. I was like, well, he's posting selfies. He's fine. Yeah, but, yeah. but then you get the, the work email that terrifies you. Over the weekend, Kevin Hawes broke his neck. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the doctors did the best they could to save his life. And he's going to be okay. He's fine. Yeah. Why do you phrase it like that? <laughs> right. <laughs> the doctor was so nonchalant when he told me, too. Like, he walked in, he was like, well, you broke your neck. That's why you don't feel that stuff over there. Jeez. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> la dee, la dee, da. Yeah. Time to go to lunch. He I says. mean, he's a doctor in Colorado, you know, near a snow resort. So he's like, it was like his 11th broken neck <sighs> that day. Another oh, idiot. One time, me and my brother, yeah. me and my brothers, were playing football in the house, and we broke a like a, this horse statue. That, yeah. that my parents had, and it, like we got, got in a lot of trouble. A horse statue? Yeah, it was a hideous horse statue. Oh, okay. Sure. And you know, we, like mom always said, don't play ball in the house. Right, so, right, uh, right. That's what we said to each other after we did it. Too. So, yeah, you, you shouldn't play in the house. <laughs> Great story. It's from the, <laughs> it's from the Brady Bunch, dum dums, compelling and rich. <laughs> it's the Brady Bunch. Oh, it is the Brady Bunch. That's an yeah. old. That's a way old reference. Not for you guys. Whoa, what are you implying? <laughs> well, We're whippersnappers. I don't over know here. how old Kevin is, but I know that Matt and I are definitely old enough to know the Brady Bunch reference. I do, but I grew up in the 1980s, sir. Okay? Get your decades. And? You're going to tell me the Brady Bunch wasn't on TV a hundred times a day? On Nick at Night? Yeah, it was in yeah, reruns. Yeah, exactly. You, you you know. Yeah. And I thought the hideous horse statue thing would give it away, but I guess not. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it that that got broken? Or was it a vase? I don't remember. Something like that. But, you know, and it, that's not the point. I didn't point. watch no. the show. I'm too young for that. I say things like cap and facts. Oh, and, and oh. Uh, wow. Really? <laughs> Get out of here. Leave. You can leave. We were going to do a thing, but you can go. Anyway, yeah, Kevin Haas is actually here to let us know what we can do over the weekend. No cap. No cap. Here's some facts. Here's some things that are bussing this weekend. Oh, that sounds sus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is not on fleek right now. <laughs> no, oh, it is very God. off of fleek. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got kicked out of a party for knocking things off a of fleek. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Waiting for a sound Do effect. we have crickets? <laughs> let it sit. Just let it sit. Yeah. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. All right. Powered by Retool of Rockford. Uh, we have tallied the votes, and uh, it is very close between Crystal Kringle, the <laughs> guy who was on meth uh, driving as Santa in the Santa Parade. Uh, Just Santa. ruining Christmas for all the kids. Walter White Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and the guy from today who had 38 counts in one in one arrest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a that's a big that's a big one. I think that guy probably is the winner here. You think so? Yeah, I think uh, it was very close, but I think the most votes came in for him. I mean, 38. Yeah. <laughs> We'll make it short because it was, it was long. But he, basically, here's what happened: uh, he called 911 27 times. 
uh, and, and screamed at him. That's 27 counts of misusing 911 right there. Right. Then when the cops came, he came out with a knife and st- tried to stab the cops and stab the cop car a bunch of times. Uh, then if that wasn't enough, he also stole the cop car. <laughs> One of the other cops were able to uh, drive him off the road, and they got out, and eventually a dog caught him. And he also had uh, illegal drugs on him as well, just to cap it all off. He just kept taking it to the next level. Like, he was playing Grand Theft Auto or something. Right. Like, he was in live in that video game, for sure. He just kept doing things. <laughs> there was a bunch of floating money around him. Yeah. yeah it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the, he's got 38 counts, including 27 counts of misusing 911. Uh, so, count of resisting arrest, a count of... Uh, Drug possession and DUI mm-hmm. as well. Major rap sheet, which I mean, he's got he's got to be tool of the week, right? He is yeah. officially tool of the week. What does he win? Oh, trip to tool jail. Hmm. Don't be a tool like this fool with the right tool for your job. Is that retool of Rockford with the buy, sell, and trade tool? Stop in, see Dave, or visit RockfordRetool.com. Hideous. Honestly, sorry, everything hideous. 1049. I should have known this was gonna be some bullshit. The morning X. It's time to drop the puck for Hawks Talk on the Morning X. Powered by Martin Exteriors. Voted Rockford's best roofing contractor three years in a row. Oh yeah, Hogs Talk. Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs in studio here. It's uh, Kevin and Matt as well. But the real important part is that Mike is here. And we have $2 beers. Uh, not not literally here, but tonight we will have $2 I, beers. I don't That's know, right. Matt's got a big cup there. Well, there's nothing in here. What is in said cup, Matt? <laughs> it's just Mountain Dew this morning. Oh, a big little, gulps, huh? A little bit of whiskey. <laughs> no, uh, tonight, section, I believe, 101, the new uh, Bud Light bar. Yeah, all right. Go check it out. Yes. <laughs> Great vantage point to watch the game. See, we know Matt's getting comfortable in the gig. He can actually pick locations out now. I don't get as lost in the stadium anymore. <laughs> My biggest fear emceeing these games is being in the stairwell. And they're like, and now we go to Matt. And I'm like, I can't know where I am. Where do I get out? How do I get out of here? <laughs> uh, yeah, very excited uh, for the, the weekend here because... Uh, Wow, see, we're, we got another one next week, next Friday yeah, as well. Yeah, this is the uh, the middle of three straight, right? That would be the middle two, three. Yeah, see, I was once told never to do math in public. <laughs> yeah, I see why. You can stop by uh, and see me in the lobby before the game. Uh, I'll be there with QR codes for you to win a prize today. And uh, I know, love QR codes. Aren't they great? Yeah. Except when you watch somebody who doesn't know how to use one try to do the QR code thing. No, the QR code thing, like, remember, like, how hot it was? And then I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, no one used them. (laughs) And then, like, all of a sudden, it's, like, it's the best thing ever. Like what happened? I don't like it in a menu at a restaurant. No, just scan the QR code. Yeah, for the well, just give me a menu. Give yeah, yeah, me a menu. But like something like a prize giveaway. Well, why, it's, why, it's great. Why is that any harder than looking at a menu? I don't understand. I like having it in my hand, flipping through, taking my time. You can't take your time when you're doing it on your phone? Yeah, I mean, it I don't sounds know, like I, a, a, weird, I, a weird hill to die on. It, it <laughs> is. It is. But it, at the same time, it's. I feel like I'm on my phone enough. Yes. Like, yeah, okay, it does, it does tempt you to be in your phone at dinner. I nice. like a disgusting menu that everyone has put their hands on. And right. Then, you know, right. It's, it's all, all greasy it, and it's it, buffalo wings. The ribs must be it. really good tonight because it looks like they're all over this menu. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just sauce caked on this thing. Yes, that's how I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I understand why they're doing it. Uh, I mean, I just 
I've never been angry about it though. No, like no. you know, I, you got some problems. I think we need to give you some help on, <laughs> on your your anger over the little things. That's what this show is for, so I don't have to see a therapist. <laughs> yeah, we're here for you. Airing hey, your grievances yes, right to, here to this the state is, line. This is Doctor Fraser Crane. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, Matt from Love's Park. Uh, I don't like UR codes on menus. <laughs> I have a real problem with it. <laughs> Oh, uh, what other sort of conveniences do you hate? <laughs> Everything. Drive ups, I hate them. And furthermore, automatic opening doors. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> boo technology. <laughs> so, Hogs Talk. Yes. Uh, a game tonight. The uh, Milwaukee Admirals in town tonight. So tonight, yes. Yes, so tonight. And are they here next Friday as well? Yes. Uh, yes. Look at yes. That. They will leave in between, but yes. Oh, yep. so that's staying all week? No. <laughs> no. Chicken. What about yeah. your chickens? Yeah. yeah. They're going to go home to Milwaukee. They'll go back to the good land after, <laughs> I was after not, tonight. I was not aware of that. <laughs> did we use that joke today already? We did uh, yeah, once several already. times. We did. Oh, boy. Uh-huh, for sure. Um, so, <laughs> uh, big promotions going on. We got anything good? We, oh, we got a lot of good tonight. We got First off, we're doing Salute to Rockford Speedway night tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We have a bunch of drivers. I think we have like anywhere between 12 and 15 drivers coming out. They're going to be signing autographs at the first intermission. So come on, meet some of the drivers. Who, By the way, I'm sure we'll still be racing, just not Rockford anymore. Right. But, but uh, not just giving up racing. Yeah, right. 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 But so, you, who's going to be there? Do you know any specific I don't names? know. Huh? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> Way to come prepared. Next time I'll come with a list. Yeah, yeah. Bring a Ricky piece of- Bobby. I think was on the list. Oh, neat. Oh, yeah, that be Cal yeah. Naughton Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, another uh, Cole Trickle. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. that, that, that'd be that's Dick, an old one. That'd be Dick Trickle. Dick but Trickle. Right. Yeah. No, Cole Trickle was uh, uh, Tom Cruise. In oh, Days yes, of- that's right. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> help me, Jewish God. Help me, Allah. Help me, Tom Cruise. (laughs) 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 And he is uh, 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 not going to be there. Uh, Will Ferrell will not be there. No. Well, we don't think. I can't 100% confirm he won't be there, but I'm pretty sure he won't be there. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, sad to see the speedway go. Yeah, you know, uh, but a lot of memories there. A lot of uh, a lot of people with a lot of memories. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 80, 80 some years. I mean, that's unbelievable. It's a long time for anything to last. Yeah, any business. I mean, think about that. How many businesses in this town lasted as long as what the Rockford Speedway did? I don't think I'm going to last 80 years total. I, yeah, I, I don't think I'm I mean, going to make got it. hardware in me. I, I, <laughs> right. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much I got left. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we got some good news here because we do have a four-pack to give away of uh, tickets in the Martin Exteriors Suite, Ooh. which is uh, for next Friday's game with the Milwaukee Admirals. Yeah, Black Friday. It's going to be great. Oh, uh, by the way, we are giving away tumbler mugs tonight, ooh. courtesy of our friends at uh, Pepsi and Beefaroo. You can get uh, refills at the BMO in your tumbler mug for 5 bucks or $1 at Beefaroo. How about that? That's good. I really? like that. Yeah. That's and they're, they're awesome. First 1,500 fans. Doesn't matter what you put in the cup. Can I be like? Can can you put a bacon wrap in the cup and get that? Oh man, that's a great question for the concession. I I mean, go ahead and ask. (laughs) Someone asked the other day if if they could do cheddar fries in there. I'm pretty sure you can't do that. Oh yeah, that would be good. Now I want cheddar fries. What are you trying to do? You're trying to do to me. I'm trying to like you know live past 45. You know, but I'm gonna stuff my face now thanks to Mike. Cheddar fries. So if you want to (laughs) win, that's the point here. What we're trying to make. 
We have tickets to give what away. What is the point right now? Is what All right, so to give away a four-pack of sweet seats uh, in the Martin Exterior Suite today for Hogs Talk, I'm going to quiz the audience. Were they listening to our rambling conversation? <laughs> Uh-oh. What was the name of the character that Tom Cruise played that Matt mentioned? That's a tough one. Well, we just said it. We just said it, so it can't be that hard. If somebody was listening, they know. What's Tom Cruise's character's name in Days of Thunder? Yep. See that? Yeah. Okay. Can we take the first name only? I mean... Oh, you got to go okay. full name, right? At least the last name. Okay, you got it. Yeah. The last name of the character. 815-874-2104. Matt already said it. So if you're paying attention, you know. First correct caller is uh, getting a four-pack of seats in the Martin Exterior Suite for next Friday, Black Friday, for the Rockford Ice Hogs. Good luck. Hey, Ray, were you paying attention to our conversation? What was that character's name that Tom Cruise played? Uh, Trickle's the last name, maybe Cole? Yeah, absolutely that's right. It. Ding, 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 ding. See, that wasn't that hard, right? No, not really. Yeah, there you go. So you're going to go. You got a four-pack of tickets in the Martin Exterior Suite for next Friday's Ice Hogs game. Awesome. And that's going to come with a lot of other stuff, too, right, Matt? Some uh, uh, yeah. food and You get food and uh, non-alcoholic drinks up there, plus a parking pass. And an excellent view. And a great view. (laughs) That's great, man. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, that's not the last time we're going to give these away because I believe we're going to have them uh, next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We sure are. And also, um, Martin Exteriors, appreciate them for this and for sponsoring Hogs Talk. Martin Exteriors voted Rockford's best roofing contractor three years in a row. Yeah, it's a great suite. It sure is, and uh, yeah, tell you what, if you've never sat in a suite at the BMO for a Hogs game, oh, it's awesome. that's the way to watch it's a game. It's the only way to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to big league anybody, but- No, the stands are fine. I've been up there. It's awesome. You can walk around. Yeah, there's there's drink service and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, so we'll see you out there tonight, by the way, for uh, for X marks the spot, which I believe we got more sweet seats for that. Sweet. That's right. So thanks to Martin Exteriors. It's the Morning X with Kevin and Matt. And uh, no confirmations, by the way, on my uh, UFO sighting. <laughs> I'm apparently the only one who saw it. You know what, Kevin? I believe you because I believe in that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, you know, David Duchovny told me to believe, and so I do. <laughs> that show was awesome. The X Files was yeah. one of the best. Yeah, one of the best. He was great in that. He's also great in Californication. If you don't mind seeing his butt cheeks a lot, <laughs> I do mind. Which that. Some people don't mind. He's a handsome man. You know, I know you said you saw the UFO. I believe there's people walking around like a Men in Black situation where they're wearing the human skin over themselves. Oh, you too. think there's pod people? Oh, of course. Like in uh, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly like that. Just one day, there's going to be a, a switch flipped from, from the mothership, and all these people who are, in fact, aliens are going to flip and uh, turn into uh, uh, dangerous creatures. You ever meet somebody and you're like, I wonder about them. <laughs> I bet people wonder about me. You know, Matt, he seems weird. He I seems odd. I don't think so. You don't think I could be an alien? I, I don't, I, you wouldn't be the first guess, which would make you a good candidate. That's true. You know, they'd pick the people who weren't weird. Oh, okay. To to impersonate, yeah. So I'm too weird to be an alien. No, you're just you're straight. I mean, like you're a straightforward guy. Right. You know, okay. I, I, you don't strike me as a weirdo. I wouldn't think. You know, okay, thanks, Kevin. That's what I'm saying is that you don't. You may say weird things. Yeah. Especially off the air, but uh, you know, <laughs> as you get to know me more, you're not the first person I would guess was an alien. Okay. Steve Summers in the the Bull Studio, maybe him. Oh, he might be. <laughs> He's the coolest alien there ever was. Uh, yeah. Have you seen his hair? If if <laughs> He's amazing, Steve. Yeah, I'm just jealous of his hair. You know, I don't have any. And yeah, you know, he's he's at a um, what do they call that? A silver fox. Oh, he's the man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and a gorgeous skin too. 
Right. Since which, we're talking which about Which makes it. me believe it's artificial skin and there's an <laughs> alien inside. Yeah. Now, do you think it would be like an, uh, an alien or like a guy like with controlling him? Like, you know, there's a little, a little man inside him controlling things with like levers. and Like in Men in Black. Little, like in Men in Black. A little tiny alien in his yes. chest with levers and buttons and... I would like to believe there's an actual agency where they fly into and like there's like, a, it's like an airport for, and they all come here to earth. Like, that's what I want to believe. There is an airport here. And again, I've been saying this. And there's a point of contact. There's a beacon. The symbol is the beacon. And the, the extraterrestrials are, are focusing on Rockford. I think it's, it's happening. Is anybody still listening out there? Yeah. The, right. You know they are. <laughs> okay. There's got to be somebody out there who believes what I believe. The aliens are here and they start in Rockford. That's, uh-huh. <laughs> this is the home base. Sure. <laughs> But like professional athletes, like Michael Jordan, he was way too good. No way he was human. No I mean, way. he might have been, you know? Right. Think of all the inhuman people. Um, we were talking earlier, and it's going to be the real rock report, but Joe Satriani. He uh, can play guitar. Inhuman person. There's no way a human being does what he does. People with abilities that are so good that you're just like, how is that even humanly possible? I used to say uh, James Hetfield. You see how fast he can move his hand? Yeah. Well, that's years of practice. Yeah. <laughs> guitar and other things. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know him personally. I don't know. So yeah, what are the what are the celebrities who probably aren't human? Who Pat Sajak? Who are in fact? Do you think Pat Sajak's an he, alien? He's a great host. I think he's an alien. He's so good at being a host yes. that there's no way a human being could read off a card and uh-huh. say yes. There are two S's, and he doesn't. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, no way. There's no way Pat Sajak's an alien or Seacrest. Vanna White, however, ooh Vanna, who doesn't age. She does not Artificial age. skin. She's an no. alien. Paul Rudd never ages. Paul Rudd, alien. You think For so? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Paul Rudd is definitely an extraterrestrial. <laughs> Who else? Taylor what? Swift, alien. Oh, definitely an alien. She's an alien. How could? How else would you explain her popularity? Right. She has put a spell. It, it's mind control. Right. She's put a, a spell out. She's using the symbol. Uh, as a beacon for her spell, and mm. it is taking over uh, young people's minds because it's definitely not her music. You know, looking out our window here, Kevin, I see some black Lincolns rolling up. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Look out! They've come for me. <laughs> They're coming. Come out now! <laughs> we heard that. Taylor Swift is very unhappy. <laughs> Bunch of men in suits out there right now with little. <laughs> hey, is that Will Smith? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Keep Taylor Swift's name out, ah. show. <laughs> okay. Yo, that's Chisel. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X.